because with the live action, my understanding was like, there are a lot of instances where someone else produced a thing for whatever reason was not going to bring it out. And then Netflix bought it for nothing. <laughs> that seems like where most of their content maybe comes from. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, hey, want to watch stuff you've never, ever heard about with people you've never, ever heard about in it? That, that you Try would Netflix. probably never ever see except that we were able to get it really cheap so you know it's good <laughs> pennies on the dollar we bought it from a shady fox on a beach <laughs> welcome to episode 374 It's a podcast. With three guys on the internet. We're on the tubes. I'm Craig. I'm Mike. And here we are. uh, Yeah, here we are. So what are we going to talk about today? Are we going to talk about the coronavirus? Because that's what we've been talking about for the last two months. Well, it's kind of unavoidable because, you know, you guys aren't here like you're supposed to be. (laughs) I'm here. I'm right here. I'm talking to you. You can see me. You can hear me. Uh This is actually a better version of Craig because I'm not moving your stuff around. I'm not stinking up your joint. (laughs) I'm not like making you (laughs) not inconveniencing you. You can let your let your home like everything can be out of control you can be messy i don't there's no judgment well there's judgment but like oh yeah unearned judgment i'm not there giving you a hard time about anything yeah i mean you don't need to worry about stinking up this joint we've pre-stunk it for you (laughs) the 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 three of us i was gonna say it's the warm it's it's warm out you just open the windows and air the place out now (laughs) the windows don't open in this house they're like glued shut by paint and humidity wonderful welcome to the south everybody (laughs) let's talk to our yeah let's do that (laughs) welcome back josh thanks for having me again good to be back you know given that you're the video game person on the show i was kind of i was hoping that maybe you were going to come in here with like that uh like with one of those snap camera filters or something with like some crazy stuff going on like some video effects to your face <laughs> or, a, or a goofy background no no i i do have a friend that does the streaming thing and has kind of gotten into that a little like i i don't like stream video games so like that's never been something i've i've messed with before Oh, disappointing. Maybe before the next appearance, if we do this on, on Skype again or Zoom again sometime. Uh, Skype, geez. Who the hell? When I, I'll leave a note for you on your MySpace page. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> Skype. Because it occurred to me earlier uh, a few weeks ago that like this is this is the this is the situation that's gonna like define Zoom. Like everybody, everybody's gonna everybody you know, like Zoom this, Zoom that. Everybody's talking about how well, I was on a Zoom, I did a Zoom. Everybody, everybody. Like, yeah, I knew about Zoom beforehand. So did I. Some people did, but now everybody knows. And this oh, is going one to be. Yeah, one of my yeah, D like when you is say, using it. Yeah, when you say like now, now, now that everybody says Zoom, it's going to become like Xerox or Kleenex. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you say I was doing a Skype, somebody's going to be like, "What? <laughs> Do you mean a Zoom?" Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, might boomer, well, Skype, whatever. Might as, well, yeah. might as well might as well do a go-to meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those. I can't, but on go-to meeting, I can't put a wacky background behind me. Have, yeah, you, you got, could, I was just thinking about that last night, like, and and now I don't remember why I was thinking about that, and and that'll become important in a second. But I was thinking we have the ability to share our screens, and we haven't done that yet. Here, like eight weeks later, we've been doing the Zoom thing, and oh, we well, haven't I used mean, that feature yet at all. My screen isn't anything interesting to look at. It's just I've got you know whatever news item is going to no, be. No, but you know, I'm occasionally we have like a short video clip that we play for the sound because that's the sound that's important, obviously on the audio podcast, but we have sure. the ability to all look at the video if we want to. I suppose that's true. Do we want to try that when I do something a little later? Oh, that's right. You have something queued up. Although it's, like, it's nothing interesting to look at. It's but just the, like two people sitting, talking to each other, two people talking and somebody doing an impression. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. We um, can give that a try. But before we uh, get into the thick of things, I have a correction to make. That's right. I said something wrong. And Craig agreed with me. Yes, yes. And you will note for longtime listeners that I never bring up corrections. Like if I say something wrong, I just roll right on by it the mm-hmm. next week or two or month or whatever. Mike, however, likes to correct himself because he's a responsible journalist. <laughs> <laughs> About as responsible as the actual journalist. Um, no, this is uh, not only is this me correcting myself, but it is giving credit to the person who was correct, which was Ando. Ando was right. Oh. Ando, if you're listening, and Katie May, Ando was right. <laughs> he said uh, that uh, the last time he came to the show with a quiz, like he did last week mm-hmm. on the uh, diseases real or sci-fi. Right. He had done a. Uh, it was a dictator's real or Star Trek. Yeah, I remember and, doing that. And you and I remember that as being more recent than yeah, it actually was. A couple and, years ago, maybe. Yeah, Ando said, thought that that was uh, part of the Nerdburger Begathon, and he was correct. It was. It was from... How many years ago was that? Four, three. Five? Three. three. Oh, three. Not that one. Okay. So, yeah, okay, three. But five. that was like May, April, May, June 2017. So, right, right in that time. Three years ago, the Begathon when we asked people for money and nobody gave us money except for like a handful of people that we already know, plus a couple other people. Yeah. So, unless Listener Larry got a game out of it, <laughs> it um... he had the highest pledge. <laughs> so, he, I designed a game for him. Cool. Thank you, Listener Larry. So, if, uh, yeah, if you didn't give money, then you didn't hear that episode, uh, which was <laughs> Begathon episode 1703, standard list of dictators. <laughs> And what is funny about that episode, because when I looked Jeez. that up, I discovered that that episode was also the one where I did the segment Mike Spam, where I read the email that I got from the, the woman claiming or the person claiming to be Nelson Mandela's widow, which I referenced <laughs> two weeks ago. Jeez. That's the same episode. How about that? What, what are the chances? What a kawinky dink. What are the chances? About one in three hundred. <laughs> one in yeah, three hundred and as long as it was like something. a year plus ago, yeah. What are the chances? <laughs> I rolled I rolled I rolled a D twenty and I got a twenty, and then on the second roll I got another twenty. What were the chances? Well they were one in twenty. Both times. Like every time you roll the die, it's a one in twenty chance. But isn't you it roll, a- if you roll two you roll two D twenties together, what is the chances that they will both roll the same number? One in 20. 
really it's not it doesn't make a difference it doesn't make a difference what the first number is the first number can be absolutely any number pick a number between one and 20 mike one okay the first die is a one the second die comes up what's the chances of it rolling a one one in 20 one in 20 doubles are are, are one in whatever the yeah like on a, if you were rolling six-sided dice you have a one in six chance of rolling doubles because the first die doesn't matter Okay. Now, the chances of rolling twos on both dice, that's different. They both have to come up twos. But that, that's a tricky bit. Everybody thinks doubles are so... What is it? Is it in Monopoly? Is that one of the ones that if you roll doubles or is that the house rule where you roll doubles, something happens? People house rule a doubles thing. It's like, well, it's one in six chance. It's going to happen all the time. If you play yeah, a lot like... Um, it's going to be was- constantly happening. Yeah, like you roll doubles, you have to go again. If you roll doubles again, you go a third time. If you roll doubles a third time, you go to jail. Uh, oh, is that, like the, that is that the house rule? <laughs> uh, that, that that's one I've seen reflected in like current video game versions of Monopoly. Okay, so maybe it's the real rules because like there's there's whole there's rules like the the rules of Monopoly. Nobody plays by the actual rules, and then they, and then they made house rules to fix the broken stuff in Monopoly, even though there's not broken stuff in monopoly the rules actually make the game move move faster <laughs> people forget to bid if you land on a if you land on a on a street and you don't buy it everybody else gets to bid on it really when somebody yeah. land that's a standard rule nobody like everybody like, i'm not buying baltic avenue baltic avenue's crap and then baltic <laughs> avenue sits there and never gets bought no you bid on it everybody first person to the left says 5 bucks somebody's going to get it yeah <laughs> that but would nobody, make that would make it go much faster yeah because you'll always sell you know as soon as every somebody time lands somebody street, lands on a property they have buy to buy it, it. yeah because why wouldn't you bid one dollar exactly <laughs> that makes a lot of sense god so i wish somebody sells. in my family had read the rules <laughs> no seriously i've played monopoly in the past and it's like god it takes forever because you like you it takes forever to land on all the streets and actually start losing money anyway um how's it going josh how's everything uh Barely been out of the house for about two months now. I've been following your escapades on, on social media, talking to you about your uh, your My employers point. and yeah. their uh, the the changing rules for your your you and your uh, coworkers. Yeah, I mean, at least immediate future, the only real change is like we've been having to go through three layers of management for when we have to go into the office for something. Uh, starting Monday, we only have to go through two, <laughs> three, three layers of management. That's right out of office space. I have three managers. <laughs> it was well, eight, it, it, it's more bases. basic. Basically, the, <laughs> the um the the chief of our whole section is the one who has to make the call on when people could go in. Whereas now it's just basically uh, the the program manager for the program I'm in. Okay. We just have one one person that keeps track of that so that no more than one person goes to the office at a time, but nobody's going to the office, so it doesn't really matter. Although I think I'm going to the office. I think, yeah, I know. I think, I think we're going back after Memorial Day. We're gonna I'm, start I'm, I'm hating and I'm hating every minute up. of it. I like my job fine, but I'm hating the fact that I'm back in the <laughs> office because working from home was great. It's awesome. So flexible. You you had more time to more of the, more of your day to yourself. I wasn't on the road driving both directions my day could be flexible i could work half my day and then stop and watch a movie and then watch and then finish my work day it was great yep 
now I go in and I sit for my exact, you know, I go in and I'm there the whole time and I sit down and I don't get up and leave until I'm, you know, my work days. I can't just leave and go to the movies. <laughs> yeah. We had a company wide zoom, um, this week. That had to be fun with the, uh, the entire, uh, architecture. How, how many people forgot to mute their mics? Oh God. Yeah. Like the one guy that kept <laughs> popping up cause he would bump his desk and then he would become the main person on the screen and he you could tell he would like look over to the other monitor and see himself pop up and he didn't mute and i'm like dude mute your microphone <laughs> like did you, you know, see you know that you're doing it and you're not muting yourself did you see did you see uh snl at home no i don't watch they it. did i don't watch oh. it normally it's they garbage, did a bit though. I've been, I've been watching. I've been watching it just to see like how they do things differently, what kinds of bits they do, and everything. I have, and I don't necessarily watch every bit to the end. I start watching every it. every show like that funny. that requires an audience is terrible now. No, nobody, no, no. Nobody SNL does has it done well. a, SNL's SNL's had a few things that are really solid. They did one that was it was um uh what's his name Keenan what's the guy Thompson Keenan Thompson is the pastor at a black church. And, they're, and they're, he's got doing and he's, a and he's, Zoom and he's doing and he's doing a Zoom to all of his congregation, and they're all on the window. So there's like it's like six by six, yeah, <laughs> of people, and it's some of them are our SNL people, and some of them I'm guessing are all just like you know crew, sure, and musicians and whatever they're and they're on there. And of course he's doing the black church thing, and he's trying to get them all to mute their mics. And it's the whole <laughs> the whole shtick is that him trying to get them to mute it because he's doing his preaching, and he's like, "Can I get an amen?" And then they all say amen at the same time. <laughs> And it's just that that's the bit. Yeah. And it's like five minutes long and it never stops being funny because they keep twisting it in different directions as he slowly gets everybody to mute their mics. That's funny. <laughs> can I get yeah. hallelujah? Hallelujah. They all go and it's just, and no, everybody, no, everybody, everybody, can you do switching. your bit? <laughs> 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 can you mute your microphone? Thank mm. you. Yeah. Uh, watching wrestling and like shows with no audience <laughs> is real weird because you have a mix of like some people's whole shtick involves playing to the audience and yeah. like they're just falling flat right now. But then like the people who don't rely on that, their matches still look great. Like it doesn't look weird at all. Uh, but but yeah, the ones that depend on playing to the crowd and have built their style around that, like, oh, they're having a rough time right now. And if you watch any of the late night people doing, uh, you know, like the late night talk, tonight show and all that stuff, like they're doing stuff from home, they have no audience reaction to anything. They have nobody to kind of play to. And all of them are comedians. They've all done stand up. And so it's got to be like a flashback to their early stand up careers where they had a bad set. <laughs> like a, they were doing like, you know, at some bar in in backwater town, whatever you know, Iowa or something and they had like seven people in the bar and they were just there to drink and they got no response from the crowd <laughs> and they cracked the joke and they're right. You know, and they got a whole staff of writers that are providing with all this good material, but they've got no, no laughter. Yeah. No yeah. It's gotta be like a flashback for them. Like, Oh, this, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. I know. Years. Yeah. I know on Conan's podcast, he he's brought that up and like how he's kind of built that he needs the validation and not getting it is like really hard for him. It's got to be rough for all those uh, like performance, like live performance type people, because that's what live performance is. It's, you know, <laughs> opening. Like, that's opening. why they got into it to have people love them. <laughs> the Iowa State Fair opening for spin doctors. I had to look them up. I couldn't remember their name. I remembered two princes, and that's what I that's what I googled. <laughs> Terrible.
No, but anyway, so I we had this this company meeting with like uh it wasn't the whole company because our company is like 300 people, but this was um the, just the architecture portion. And I'm trying to think of how many people it was. It was a lot of people. It was like 70 something people. And um did the, anybody did anybody have like like a, a family member walk by oh, yeah. like with their shirt off? <laughs> Or was there a giant yes, bottle of actually, lube in yes. the background? Yes, there was. There was a, a family. Uh, a one one woman was you know in her. The kitchen. hubby walked by with no shirt. Well, the on. hubby kept going back and forth, and I think he was doing it on purpose because it happened way too many times, and it was just him <laughs> yeah. walking very deliberately and slowly back finding and, ways back to and entertain forth. himself. I love it. <laughs> and uh, he was he was clothed, but then there was there was a a, a little boy that like was asking dad to do something for him and he had his shirt off (laughs) if if i had if i was married and if i had that opportunity if i had a wife who was on a zoom call i would walk back and forth behind her as well but i would change my costume every time i walked by and i would like i would start with wearing clothes and i change my i'd change like one thing one small thing like you know (laughs) different colored shorts and then I'd walk by with like a completely different shirt, like yeah. clearly a different shirt. And then I'd walk by a with cowboy a cowboy hat. And I'd walk yeah. by with a like a goofy <laughs> hat on. A cowboy hat, yeah. <clears throat> and by the end, I'd be in like a hot dog costume. <laughs> <laughs> Giant stalk of broccoli. Like yeah. On, on RuPaul. Or a banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a big slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah, one of those. I just, yeah. I'd, I just, I do that. I walk by like, honey, how long is the meeting going to be half an hour? Okay. So like every five minutes I'm going to walk by, but I'm going to change my outfit. Yeah. He did that. For, and for if a, I were married, yeah, I would have, my wife would be someone who would think that was awesome. Sure. Would think that was cool and would be down with it. No, you could tell she, she saw him doing it and was like cracking up. <laughs> and it had, yeah. It lasted for like five minutes. And then the, the shirtless kid came, came by and was like, daddy, daddy, blah, blah, blah. And then we didn't see him again but, but uh, like no no giant dildo or bottle of lube or anything no, in the background no, no. <laughs> everybody checked their their field of view behind the camera <laughs> before they got on didn't have a giant squirt bottle of if they have if we haven't figured, lotion. figured that out after eight weeks um yeah there's there's no hope that person doesn't work there anymore um <laughs> no but we had the whole like uh you know the second half of the meeting was like everybody just talk and people started shooting the shit and it was actually quite entertaining but the first the first part not that it was bad or anything but they uh they went through like uh we want to make sure everybody's uh you know taking care of themselves and and you don't have to uh you know we don't want you to burn out and overwork and like feel free to get up in the middle of the day and do stuff you know take a break <laughs> yeah. go watch a movie to, you didn't need to tell me that <laughs> and, and i'm like i'm doing all of these things like why am they're, i they're giving they're giving you permission to live your life the way you want to. Well, no, but there, it's like the, it, it, to me, it was just, uh, obvious no brainer things like, um, you know, don't just sit in front of the computer and work, 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 yeah. and then go to sleep and then get up and work, 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 you know, be sensible yeah. about it. Like take, work, see, take breaks. Well, I, I was going to say that was the thing I was worried about me doing because I had a problem with that the few times I worked from home like early on in my career. But fortunately, I seem to be over it. So I got in. I got past that whole thing about a week into working from home. 
I was like, I'm just going to let my day flow the way it's going to flow. Mm-hmm. Don't work too hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Hey, everything got done. That's all you need to worry about. Yep. All deadlines were hit. I was on time and clothed for my Zoom meeting. <laughs> With pants, <laughs> even though you couldn't see it. Well, shorts. <laughs> None, no guarantees on the pants. <laughs> um I actually, I, just, I actually lifted my leg to prove to somebody I was wearing <laughs> long pants and not and not uh, nothing or shorts. I'm like, I well, normally, normally I'm wearing because they're like, you're not wearing anything, you're not wearing any bottoms, are you? And I'm like, no, not only am I wearing bottoms, but they're long pants. And I was like, look. <laughs> and for the record, Mike is barefoot but with long pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always barefoot. I have not worn shoes in two months. <laughs> <laughs> or socks. I've not worn shoes or socks in two months, except for the, my one my weekly trip to drive my car so my battery doesn't die to the grocery store to buy whatever I want. Because I get to buy whatever I want my one trip to the grocery store. That's my treat. <laughs> um, I discovered earlier this week that Dr. Evil from the oh, Austin awesome Powers movies yeah. is um, that, that voice that he does, that is... Jeff Bezos. No, that is... Oh. That is Mike, that is Mike Myers doing his impression of Dana Carvey's impression of Lorne Michaels, um, of Lorne Michaels, the the guy, the creator of SNL and producer of all the SNL movies, and he's in, been involved in a bunch of other television shows too. If you don't I, know, he's who produced he is. a lot of the NBC late night content as yep. well. If you haven't and, heard of him, you've you've been doing what we've all been doing for two months, your entire life. And I never made that connection, even though I've heard people do the Lorne Michaels impression before. I've heard him talk. And I've heard heard Lorne Michaels. Like, he's been on the camera. He's been on camera on SNL. Um, And, of course, the impressions are overblown versions of him. But Um, once once you hear that that's what it is, you can't unhear it. Well, now now I can't help but think of Lorne Michaels in that role. Um, But I I went down the rabbit hole and started finding the various um, SNL people that do Lorne Michaels impressions because all of them because the, the, at it. some point like from Dana Carvey <laughs> on everybody learns how to do Lorne Michaels um and I found my favorite is Bill Hader so I'm going to try to can I share my screen do it share that screen we have the technology do you see we my can... screen yes there we go and I'm gonna make it big you embiggened it Thank you. Did. And Episode play, topic I'm, breakdowns. And and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna play this. Yeah, I've got the. <laughs> oh, you're looking at that screen. Hold on, wrong screen. Yeah. <laughs> How good about th- that? Good thing I said something. Wow, you got <laughs> well, a lot I of crap. To see that screen, Craig. You have a lot of clutter on your desktop. Yep, I do. <laughs> and it's ex- and it's all exactly where I want it to. Uh huh. Um, Let's see. So does Craig we- have any porn tabs open? <laughs> well if you were recording this you could go back and look um but, but i don't it's all like empty google um and then like yeah. the news items and whatnot that we're gonna oh, okay so, yeah thank i forgot about that that one thank you for remembering that one in, the, in the middle the news topic anyway continue okay so here we go <laughs> you and i have something in common we both owe a lot to uh lauren michaels yes. lauren michaels gave me my shot gave you your yeah. shot yeah. uh obviously uh iconic uh great man but let's face it everybody who has worked with lauren 
we're all comedy performers and we all, when we get together, all we do is our Lorne Michaels impressions. Yeah. And you, we, and, and everybody does them. Everybody, everybody does them. Everybody does Yours them. is, I think, one of my all-time favorites okay. because you put, you got the voice down of Lorne Michaels but you put a particular spin on it. Yeah. You get very specific with yours. Yeah, yeah. Lauren, Fred Armisen pointed out a thing that when Lauren has to name drop, which he does a lot because he knows like... He knows all of his friends are super famous. Super yeah. famous. He always kind of rubs his eyes like this. Like he's really put out by the amount of famous people he knows. <laughs> um, and uh, so we would do a bit, uh, John Solomon and some of the writers, with Norm, of uh, Lauren... Uh, Name dropping serial killers. <laughs> like he goes it, to he goes to restaurants to hang out and and with famous people and famous serial, serial killers, killers join him. Yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. So like one would be like, I went to Kansas City um, with Alec and Marcy uh, to try to get BTK killer off death row. <laughs> <laughs> He said, here comes BTK. I go, you know, his name is Dennis. He's a human being. And one day, yeah, I'd be like, I was at Latanzi with Mick and Jeffrey Dahmer and... <laughs> we had a... We had this young man was our waiter and we left and... And Jeffrey said, I have to go to the bathroom. I said, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> 1978, I was living with Paul Simon, and Ted Bundy called me. And <laughs> Maybe I should go deeper with the serial killer. Yeah. So... <laughs> It loses a little something. You can go find the YouTube clip of it. It's because he's he does this face rub where he like he was talking about where he's like, oh, I've got to drop this name, <laughs> <laughs> which I guess is something that let Lauren Michaels does. Like he doesn't like name dropping, but it's part of his world. Like everybody, everything he deals with deals with famous yeah. people. So he's, he's, he's always, always surrounded by a famous person. So if he recounts he, he's any been in anecdote, the business so long, he literally knows everyone. <laughs> and so he just gets. Like really, kind of semi embarrassed about like I got to drop another name, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, of, of course, course you do. do. <laughs> oh, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, it's very. Uh, it's close to Doctor Evil. Yeah, it, it's right there. I never thought about it, but now I I won't ever not hear no. it. It's really obvious once it's pointed out to you. You just don't think about it otherwise. All right, what else have we got? Are we ready to rock and roll some? Sure. What's news, Craig? You want a piece of me? That's right. Uh, the best line uttered by Jerry Stiller on Seinfeld. I figured since we talk about Seinfeld so much. Uh, yeah, Jerry Silver passed away. Um, and he's been in a billion things, and he was like, you know, his wife had a whole act back in the day and did a lot of variety stuff, and he's been on a bunch of different TV shows and movies. Um, but I will always know him um, as uh, Frank Costanza. Frank Costanza. Festivus. Um, 
the airing of grievances. Yes. Uh, Serenity now. The man's ear, or was it the bro? I forget which one was his favorite. Um, yeah. he, he was man's ear, wasn't he? Kramer was bro. The man's ear, yeah. Um, but uh, how many how many episodes do you think he was in? I'm going to guess that not as many Price is, as Price we, is right rules. we think he was. <laughs> right. But uh, either one of you go. go well, first. do we know? Do Price we get right to know rules. how many episodes of Seinfeld there were total? Oh well, I mean there was nine seasons, so figure it out. Twenty twenty plus episodes a season. Almost 200. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to... Oh, I'll let Josh go first. So he can undercut you. <laughs> well, yeah, well, mine's going to be kind of a shot in the dark just because I like... I, I Seinfeld kind of passed me by. Like, I've seen episodes of it, but I've never, like, sat down and watched the uh, whole thing. So I, like I said, it'd be a complete shot in the dark. Um, I don't know. 45? Okay. He says 45. Mike, what are you going to say? Wow, I I was I was gonna say I'm gonna say ooh, 46. <laughs> you are both way over. Really? Yeah, he's only in 26 episodes. He doesn't oh, wow. show up until the second episode of the fifth season. You're kidding? Oh, wow. He is referenced. You know, George talks about his father and how his father treats him earlier than that but he doesn't actually show that's how much of an impact, impact he, he had made. on that yeah. show he was only on about half the run of the show yeah because by the time the I season on yeah by the time i saw any episodes it was in syndication at that point it felt like every episode i flipped happened to flip through he was on there well because the episodes that he's in are popular and so those are the ones that get repeated yeah. all the time no i was just thinking tw- yeah 26 episodes thinking of of two you know 200 is the baseline total episodes. I was thinking 20 to 25%, so 40 or 50, and then Josh went 45, and I was like, crap! <laughs> I, I basically had the same, same thought process yeah. as you. I was fully expecting you to go with one. You sounded like you were going you were, you were to figure well, low. That's why I couldn't. that's why I hesitated, because I'm like, wait a minute, should I go for one, or should I go for 46? Because he's right in the middle of my range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... You don't expect it, but yeah, he was... Uh, was he 92? Something like that. Yeah, I think 92. Um, I don't see the age right in front of me here. The article that I'm looking at, but then again, they don't always mention that. Um, trying to think, like, who else was in... <laughs> you know, he was in, he was in 26, Liz Sheridan, who played... Uh, Jerry's mom was 21. Um, Estelle, Estelle, uh, Estelle Harris, who played Estelle. George's mom, was in 27. Was her was Estelle Costanza? Did she have the same first name? She was Estelle Costanza, yeah. yeah. And uh, Susan Ross, um, <laughs> Newman, and then who's Ruthie Cohen? Listed for the... 101 episodes. Ruthie Cohen? Well, yeah, and her real her her name is Ruth Cohen. She's listed as Ruthie Cohen. Or did she just play a lot of recurring? Looks like she's got a whole bunch of like background credits. Characters. Like like she was in 101 episodes, and she came on and spoke in like a ton of episodes. But she was always just like some person. So she was okay. she, she, she was does, different characters. Guess, you mean apparently Pro- um, probably it's but yeah kind it's, of- it's it's really the, it's the core four Newman, Susan Ross, um, Mrs. Casanza, and then Mr. Casanza are the top. How many are, uh, were Newman in? Newman's in a bunch. 
45. He's the one that was up there in the numbers you were thinking. He, and he's the top one before you get to the, 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 the big four. Yeah. Jay Peterman was in 20 episodes. Uh, Jerry's dad, Morty, was in 20. Uncle Leo. Uncle Leo was in 15 <laughs> episodes. Hello, Jerry. Hello. <laughs> How is he in 15 episodes? He was one joke. Now that one, it seems like he was, <laughs> you know, he was in five maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Anyway, the, the on we go. Next, next bit of news. Oh boy. We'll all miss Jerry, but we'll celebrate Festivus every year. Here we go to our favorite website studyfinds.org study finds yeah, so as, study finds as that. we know there's a one, one in three chance that uh this uh, uh news item is accurate a two in three chance it is not a poll of 2000 british adults this is britain commissioned uh, by somebody found that the typical person this is the typical uh, adult ages uh, 18 to 81 Typical adult lifespan. Uh, will spend a staggering X number of years looking at phones, computers, or televisions. Care to guess how many years out of the 62 years between the ages of 18 and 81 the typical British adult will spend looking at a screen as of right now prior to what we're uh, what we've been what doing we're going, what we're all going through where everybody's av- the averages are shooting up <laughs> big spike yes uh, how many years this is going to be one of those things it's going to be like a really a lot or it's going to be really low it's going to be like surprisingly british people don't watch television how many years out oh, of, this is out screen of time screen time phones computers time. or televisions oh good lord out of how many years 62 it says 62 adult years i'm gonna say 31 half your time josh I'm going to go to 32. I I think it's high. Josh wins. 34. 34 years. We were both real close. Yep. You could have done done that thing where you're nice and you give me a little buffer room (laughs) and and said 40 and 35 or something. I would have actually won, but you didn't. Yes. Nailed it. I I didn't think it was going to be crazy high. I just thought it was going to be higher than half. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, four four thousand eight hundred and sixty six hours per year for a total of three hundred and one thousand seven hundred and thirty three hours. Yeah, my my phone gives me stats on my screen usage every week to make me feel bad about myself. Yeah, mine does that too, and it went down. <laughs> like because I'm back in the office, I suddenly was like, "You're down twenty five percent from the previous." <laughs> yeah, I think I had a similar. I haven't. I don't pay attention to the screen time thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, my health app told me that I was taking fewer steps than normal. And I was yeah. like, no, shit, Everybody, really? everybody's, everybody's got that coming up. They're being, <laughs> they're being told or they're, or they're, they're, they're getting like the increases coming in. Like when, if they sign up for one of those services that like tells you what your, what your reach is on Twitter or something. And suddenly you've got like these skyrocketing numbers because you're just, you're bored. So you're tweeting all the time. That's and all you're doing. Get, and you know, yeah, you just get a, a high volume of. Uh, of how many uh, mentions and everything else you get in Twitter. So I'm sure there's people out there that are like, really? <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm popular on the Twitters. Yeah, uh, computer time has overtaken television time. Four hours a day looking at a computer, only three and a half looking at a TV. Um, phones are in third, two hours and 25 minutes. 
and <laughs> over half of the respondents said that they're uh that they had uh, eye strain <laughs> which which tells you that 40% really? of people 40% of people don't know what eye strain actually feels yeah. like they just think it's their normal life i keep getting these headaches <laughs> yeah that's just life right everybody just gets life headaches <laughs> right behind my eyes both of them well and that's well I mean, that's that's what it is right like there are people who have like a pain that's just like a mild something like they've just got something around you know from age from getting older something's messed up they've got like a little a little twinge of this or that and they don't think about it as like well i'm always they don't think about it as being i'm in constant pain they think about it as like well this is just you know this is my default setting now is i just this is what it is like if like i'm not going to say i'm in pain because i'm not like experiencing anything new this is just how my life goes mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yep. life is pain now that's how it works <laughs> life is pain that's an Al Swearingen quote. He has a whole little speech that goes with that. You reach a certain age, and uh, every every morning you get up and you take a uh, a vitamin and a fistful of ibuprofen every day. <laughs> oh, it's not life is pain. His line is pain or damage don't end the world, or despair or fucking beatings. The world is- ends when you're dead. Until then, you got more punishment in store. Stand it like a man and give some back. Just life is pain is a lot more concise. I like that yeah. better. But but the show was like that was the thing about Deadwood. It was you know like it was it was it was swear filled Western Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the dialogue is like. It's very it's very deep, thick, heavy Shakespearean dialogue. Oh, let's see. What else is news? Oh boy. A while back, they discovered... Um, so, which one creeps you guys out more? Each of you gets a vote on this for yourself. Personally, a scorpion or a spider? Which would you like to see less in your house? Spiders. Considering I don't see scorpions, spiders, yes. <laughs> well, okay, so, so you're cool. Like, if a scorpion <laughs> comes rolling in there today, you're like, hey. Well, no. I mean, if all of a sudden I start seeing scorpions, I'm going to wonder what the hell's going on. I know we have Jeez. them here, but they're, like, up in the mountains. Yeah. See, I lived and in rural tiny. North. Yeah, I lived yeah. in rural North Carolina where scorpions were a common problem. Like, I just never had the problem with them. Uh, like in terms of how I react, that that I do with spiders. I've you know seen. Wor- I've seen them. I w- uh, we 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 had a, a cabin in the mountains in Tennessee once, our first anniversary, and uh, there was a tiny little black scorpion crawling around in the in the bathroom. I had to, I had to kill it, and. Uh, I, I killed it and disposed of it and never told Allison that I saw it. <laughs> you know I mean, where I lived in North Carolina, like they were common enough that like you wanted to check your shoes for scorpions before you put them on. Oh, yeah. Would they sting you? Do they have the same functionality with the, the tail uh, as, would, as a desert they, scorpion? They would sting, but the kind of scorpions there, unless you were allergic, like the sting didn't hurt real bad. Like I honestly, like at least to me personally, wasp stings hurt way more than was the, there, that kind of scorpion. Was there a scorpion on our painful insects or pa- painful? I don't pain think meter? so. No, I don't think there was a scorpion on there. Scorpions are like, yeah, they hurt, but they're not, they don't rank up there with like several different flying insects. And then I think there was like one or two ants that were on the list. And as far as the 
really painful. But anyway, uh, you know what the, the worst scorpion is, is the mother scorpion after the babies have hatched and they're carrying like 40 scorpions around on their back. Ugh. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much. But anyway, um, a while back, there was a discovery um, in Myanmar um, in amber. Because um, Myanmar is filled with um, all sorts of cool stuff preserved in am- amber. Um, they've named it Chimarachne Yingi. And, uh, and, and, and Josh, what do you guess the, uh, it's, it's chim, it's chimarachne, but it's like, imagine the word chimera and then arachne attached, right. You know, with the A being common between the two. So what, what do you think chimarachne, chimarachne? I, I mean, that's making me think some kind of midpoint between a scorpion and a spider. Like, I don't like the sound of that at all. Like a chimera being the uh, the Greek mythological creature yeah. that is part dragon, part wolf, and part or, or part dragon, part lion, and part goat. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's a it's a spider scorpion. Yeah, it's uh, eight legs and hairy. Well, maybe hairy. They don't know for sure. Seems like it's a big enough spider that it would be hairy. Um, but then it has sort of a scorpion-ish back end. Um, that uh, it's long dead. Apparently, they haven't found any living ones. But they well, found, that's good. They found one preserved in amber. And it's like, yeah, this this lived. <laughs> the scorpion spider. <laughs> oh boy, hundred million year old scorpion spider. Spider with a scorpion tail. That's what they call it, and I call it a spiderpian. But man, that is. That is the stuff of nightmares. Now, I'm looking at the picture of it, and it fills most of my screen, so it looks like it would be like you know. Oh yeah, it that, would cover that, my it would cover my face <laughs> as big that, as it is. It's probably only a couple inches long. At that most. is horrifying. Um, <laughs> yeah, not a fan of that. <laughs> Glad you looked it up. That's gonna haunt my nightmares for a while. You're welcome. So if one of those comes rolling into the house, Mike, you, uh, you, you've got my permission. You want to go ahead and kill it. You can. You don't have to just scoop it up on a newspaper and put it back outside like a nice person. You can go ahead and just squash it. Okay, good to know. No problem with that. I'll, uh, I'll, <laughs> Which I'll, is probably what you would do anyway. <laughs> I, and I'll use Lucille. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hit it with Lucille, and then it'll start swinging Lucille back at me. <laughs> That's when you got to start worrying because now it's Oh, crap. <laughs> it's armed. Yeah, some comedian years ago, Paula Poundstone, maybe, maybe Ellen DeGeneres in her early years was like dropped a brick on a spider and then the brick started to move. <laughs> <laughs> now it's got a weapon. Yep. Oh. Okay. So the, uh, so yeah, the, nature, it's wonderful. The, I found the Wikipedia article for um, the type of scorpion we have in the South, in well, the good. Southeast. And, and this is the entire article. Vijovis. Carolinianus or anus. Sure. The southern unstriped scorpion, also known as the southern devil scorpion, is Aww. a species of scorpion in the family Vijovidae. That's it. That's that's the unstri- entire Wikipedia article. Thank you, Wikipedia, it, for giving it, me information <laughs> about this. And then there's a the- picture of it on a floor, and you can tell it's about two inches long. If it was an unstriped, it's like, oh, the unstriped scorpion. I was like, oh, that's not so bad. He probably just said he doesn't have a stripe. But then it's the de- the devil's what? Southern devil scorpion. Southern devil. Oh, jeez. And then he had to go do that. But yeah, yeah it's got Carolina right there in the name. Carol, yeah. Carol, Caroliny anus. <laughs> okay. It's that song, right? Sweet Caroliny anus. anus. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> 
Well, that's where it crawls into you before it takes crawl oh. your body. Well, now I'm going to have to mention the penis fish. <laughs> the little penis thing, the little Yeah, little don't go swimming in the Amazon. Swims up your pee hole in the without Amazon a, River. Don't go swimming in the Amazon without a, a dry suit. Yeah, piranha are the least of your worries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So we're doing crazy animal news? No! I, I never said any such thing. You've opened it up, though, Craig. This is all on you from here on out. Rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, Nightmare fuel. I'm going to close that page. I can stop looking at this thing. (laughs) Jeez. Georgia officials warn of four-foot-long invasive lizards that, quote, eat anything they want. Yeah, giant lizards have established in the state, posing a threat to wildlife and crops because they eat anything they want. Argentine black and white Tegus. Tegus? Tegus. Do they, do they eat architects? Uh, it says anything they want. Well, they... Uh, we, had a, we had a lizard in the office this week. A little made one? one of, made one of my coworkers shriek. Yeah, a little bitty one. Like a skink? It was crawling around. Did it have a yeah, blue, probably. blue stripe down its back? I saw one of those crawling. I didn't see it. I just heard about it. So, um, I have this... Uh, our, our kitchen bumps out on one side of the house, and there's a window that... It, and it's the only place in the house where I can actually see the house from inside the house. <laughs> right, where the little part of the house bumps out. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. There's a window in the little part of the house that bumps out, so I can see the actual main part of the house back to the right. Uh, the, so the your, front your house is barely L-shaped. <laughs> yes, correct. It's, it's, <laughs> it's got the shortest little leg that makes it L-shaped. Yeah, the panhandle of my house. <laughs> housing half of the kitchen and the laundry room right and uh <laughs> and i was and the sink is right there at that window so i'm you know and it looks out the front and uh i so i can see the front right corner of of my house and i noticed movement and i looked and there was a little skink a little uh lizard about five inches six inches long running up the gutter or the downspout and it right. i think it went all the way to the roof <laughs> Yeah, it's living but, in your attic. It's going it to drop was, down uh, on your face while you're sleeping. It was. It would run like two or three feet up the downspout, stop, and then it would. It would kind of like arch its neck and its head, and it would blow up the the pink balloon thing in its neck to a big round ball, and then it would go back down, and then it would run another couple of feet, and it would do it again. And I was listening, and I couldn't hear it making any noise. I'm like, "What the hell is it doing? What is that thing?" It was presenting to you. It likes you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the equivalent of you showing it your buttocks that's how mike presents is <laughs> he shows his engorged buttocks is that why uh is that why scorpion's tails curl up because they're presenting their carolinianus <laughs> maybe i don't know what what do they do they inflate that bladder for i'm not sure what i mean some animals do it do that sort of thing to, for to attract a mate. Some of them do it as um, to like make themselves scarier, bigger, and, and ward off predators. I typed in lizard space the letter N, and it came up lizard neck thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good job, world. Whenever that comes up like that, we can thank the world. Yeah, because people, yeah. people didn't know what to call it, so everybody called it neck thing. 
All I know is any lizard that manages to get into my house ends up having a bad time because <laughs> Cookie, my little nine-pound oh, sure. calico, has left a trail of lizard corpses over the course of her time <laughs> in my house. I'll just occasionally hear her going ballistic near one of the openings in the house, and then I'll check in and, like, there's either a dead or half-dead lizard, and I can't decide which is worse. I was going to ask you, does, does she eat them or does she present them to you as gifts? Because some, some cats will do that to be like, look what I did. Well, they eat half. They eat the, 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 un, the, the worse half of it and present you with the better half of it. Right. Like they'll eat the head and the shoulders and give you the, the lower half with the, 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 bu- with the guts. The Carolinianus. That's right. <laughs> you want to know what that thing's called? In the, the lizard neck thing? The neck thing? Yeah. It's called the dewlap. Okay. D E W L A P. And why does it inflate it? It says that they. It just says that they do it. It doesn't say why. <laughs> um, I, this is a different lizard, but it talks that it, if it perceives something to be a menace or danger, they will fluff out their throat fan, which is called a dewlap. So yeah, it, it saw you as a threat. No, you know what? It, it's that corner of the house is really exposed. And, oh, and, maybe. And I bet it was just stopping periodically and and flexing its dewlap. To prevent like some bird from coming and eating it, yeah. Because yeah, I do know a lot of animal behaviors where they try to make themselves look bigger as kind of a to scare off predators. Yeah, like like, like we've talked about being a, being a little tiny animal has to be exhausting because you're just constantly having to do stuff like that. You're always, always running from place to place, always looking stopping around, and looking quickly. around. Yeah, <laughs> stop was... stopping, stock still, looking everywhere, and then just taking off, and then you're you know you're do lapping. Or you know, whatever it is you do to scare things off, just constantly. I've noticed that about the squirrels and chipmunks in my front yard, which I can see from the window next to my workstation. <laughs> and you're doing all of that on a vegan diet. <laughs> yeah, nothing but nuts. <laughs> nuts and nuts and seeds. seeds. Yeah. Hey, you know what squirrels like? They like the they like to eat the seeds out of the maple helicopters. Maple tree helicopters, you know. The seed oh, okay. pods. Sure. Interesting. I noticed That's that. Cool. Also, I noticed there are an awful lot of chipmunks. I never I never saw a chipmunk before until the, la- the last eight weeks. And they're those everywhere. Are just, those are just baby <laughs> squirrels, right? <laughs> yeah, they're squirrels in their larval form. <laughs> before they before they encase themselves in their in their squirrel cocoon. Cocoon, yeah, that they, they, that they make out of that they make out of uh of fiber and goo that they uh they spit out of their uh, some kind of a digestive sack that comes from all the nut nutshells that they eat. Wouldn't it be great if there were more animals that went through a transformation like that? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if humans did that? <laughs> well, other than in the movie Species. <laughs> where, I never they, saw that. A humanoid murder creature that actually does that. Um, but yeah, that... that <laughs> Because it's always just, you know, it's caterpillars and butterflies to, or, or moths. Um, and there's a few other, like, little animals that you don't, you know, insects and things that you don't, we don't really know, nobody recognizes or knows anything about. Um, but, like, wouldn't it be great if like, mammals and birds and stuff did that? Like... And now we see, you know, the hippopotamus <laughs> entering <laughs> its cocoon phase. <laughs> <laughs> where it wraps itself up in all this uh all this uh um you know african 
foliage yeah <laughs> and then drops itself to the bottom of the pool like hippos can do where they can stay underwater for hours and hours <laughs> they go down there for days and then they transform into a rhinoceros <laughs> and then it emerges as the majestic rhinoceros <laughs> <laughs> with the multicolored horns well, because they'd have to come out like yeah they'd have to come out pretty right <laughs> otherwise it's not worth it here the hyena <laughs> encloses itself in its cocoon in a couple months, it will be a, a lion with a majestic mane <laughs> of many colors. No, no, no. That's the tiger that cocoons itself and becomes the lion. <laughs> what does the hyena become? Just uh, becomes an uglier hyena. <laughs> the hyena becomes the dire wolf. <laughs> dire wolf. Hey, that's what that's what they think is uh is on Skinwalker Ranch sure. in Utah. Or uh, it's a pa- it's a pack of uh, uh, prehistoric uh, d- uh, descendants of uh, dire wolves that managed to survive in the wild. Hmm. They they uh they, on, on we'll see. last week's episode they brought a they brought a couple of alpacas and penned them in on the ranch and they're like we want to see what happens when we bring these exotic species to the ranch. Well, you know what happened? A pack of something came and tore them to shreds. That's what <laughs> happened. And of course, same. They- the, the one... same thing that would have happened with something less exotic. Well, they've got like uh, 40 or 50 cows on there. And I, I think uh, this uh, this coming week, which will actually be last night as you're listening to this, is is the episode where they have, have their first cattle mutilation of, of the season. <laughs> but yeah. Chupacabra. But yeah. Like, hey, there's some mysterious force and these weird animals on the wolf-like animals on the property and uh sure. so let's let's poke them and see if they react <laughs> poor freaking alpaca is all bloody and carved up and of course the one camera security camera that they had pointing at the pen mysteriously went down that night it's not <laughs> that working. rhinoceros or sorry hippos are more deadly so that hippo isn't paying nearly enough attention to us so i'm going to slap it <laughs> walk right up to it Whoop! And then you are, um, then you're like a tube of toothpaste, like an, a used tube of toothpaste where it just, just tramples right over you. Your head pops off and all your guts fly out the top end. You know, pe- people typically use the phrase poking the bear, but I happen, I happen to like slapping the hippo better because <laughs> it's vaguely sexual, <laughs> but you're not sure what, what it means. So what, what are you doing over there? slapping the apple okay. how about you josh do, do, do we want to talk about a little bit of video game stuff before we get really off the reservation here sure sure uh because yeah my best friend through this whole situation has been uh microsoft has a thing called xbox game pass that you basically <laughs> pay a monthly fee and you have access to pretty much everything Microsoft publishes and then like a rotating selection of games from other publishers, like depending on whatever agreements they've worked out. And and so like I've been spending a lot of time with that, just finding new like small games and like in a couple of places, larger ones to to keep myself occupied, like revisiting the halo series for probably the first time since college 
I also finally finished the um, the 2016 like Doom kind of reboot game. Uh, Doom, get, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To to get ready for Doom Eternal, which is the sequel to the reboot that just came out. Uh, basically, after all this started, it was kind of really nice to to have access to that. Have they had good numbers? Do you know that people suddenly start? signing up to subscription services and all that sort of thing uh i actually don't know if anyone's released numbers on that uh or or do they just not share that i suppose maybe i i know netflix is really stingy with their data i don't know about everyone else uh the the one thing microsoft service is kind of nifty has like if a game's available on like the service works on both pc and xbox so like availability like if something's available for pc you can play it on your pc with the service uh which is kind of nice though obviously like not everything is available for both platforms but but yeah like doom like the doom reboots a lot of fun it's i kind of like the way they modernized uh that series it's <laughs> so they're de- not just big blocky clunky monster looking things yeah to to kind of keep the combat fast paced kind of what they've done is they've added what they call a glory kill mechanic which basically amounts to like if you hit an enemy uh, enough times like without just like overwhelming and killing them they'll go into the stun state that you can run up and do a melee kill that generates health drops so a lot of staying alive is try- just trying to keep like a chain of these glory kills going to, to keep your health up while you're getting hit from all sides. <laughs> so it's like health murder. Yeah, basically. Uh, I get some health, you get some murder. <laughs> and they kind of iterated on that with the new one where like you still have the glory kills, you still have the health generation, but like, they they changed up like you have this chainsaw like it the chainsaw <laughs> the chainsaw oh. in the initial reboot game you had to pick up fuel for but like when you killed something with the chainsaw it generated a bunch of ammo uh in eternal they kind of they give you less ammo drops but like one pip of your chainsaw fuel regenerates so like that's your main way of refilling your ammo is just every once in a while you chainsaw something Quick question. Has there ever been a video game where using the chainsaw was a terrible idea? (laughs) Because it never, well, I shouldn't say never. It rarely goes well in horror movies. There's always a bad outcome unless you're Bruce Campbell in the Evil Dead movies. Then you've got a chainsaw on your hand and you rock. Um, But yes, people always get, end up getting sliced up or they slice themselves or you slice your friend in half. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't think of it. Certainly no downside to it. And uh, that's the, the video game I designed. All right. That's what I'm designing. <laughs> when I design a video <laughs> game, there's going to be a chainsaw option. There's going to be a 50 50 chance that it goes really poorly for you. I'd, I'd play that game. Would that, that'd be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, check out this. Check out this six foot chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> and now I've equipped it and I can't unequip it. What the hell's yeah. going on? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and also been playing a ton of animal crossing on i was Nintendo gonna ask. switch uh because it's just kind of like for people that don't know like the animal crossing series in general it's like 
you play this character that's gone to like a new area and the new game it happens to be an island uh you you basically like you build a house through a series of loans to a capitalist raccoon uh (laughs) uh you you like try to entice like other animal people to like move to your town uh and it's actually funny like people get so fixated on getting like the cutest villagers like there's this whole undercurrent of when people get a villager they don't like they will try to bully them into leaving Uh, it's it's kind of hilarious want my little island home to be nothing but cuteness yeah, basically, there are some people who approach it that way. <laughs> That's how I play it. Makes it more interesting. There's a possum. There's a possum in my village. Get the get the hell out of here! What are you doing? It's more like I know the ones like that are kind of universally hated, or because like <laughs> you you have you have different animal uh different animals that you'll like have multiple villagers that are that general animal type. Uh, the one I know that's pretty much universally hated are the hippo villagers. <laughs> well, that's because they murder everybody. We just talked about hippos. Can but, you can uh, you slap the, them? Does the game yeah. let you slap the hippo? Uh, you can What you can do is that how you bully uh, them out of town. You, you, like you can do a bunch of like little things, like trying to like trap them by digging holes around them with your shovel. Uh, uh, so you can like slap them uh, with your uh, bug net until they get go. annoyed. Uh, just little things like that. Yeah, so they can, Mike. There you go. How about that? So, so Mike's like... going to be Mike's going to be playing Animal Crossing later, so that he can slap the hippo. Mm, no, is this like the new <laughs> Farmville? I never played that either. Um, it's not Facebook dependent. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a lot of like you're just kind of building out this and this like I said the new ones an island you're just kind of building out this island the way you want like you can eventually start building like infrastructure like ramps and bridges to try to connect everything up a little more neatly freeways and airports there actually is an airport so <laughs> and internet I- you know infrastructure. Yeah, the airport's there when you start, and it's like how you go visit your friend's islands, basically. Sure, and that's it's got an interactivity thing, too, where you can go you can go to other people's areas. Like, you can play online with other people. Yeah. And I, I saw in the last couple of weeks, every so often, something got thrown up there like uh, um, Frodo. Mike, you know Frodo, right? Um, Elijah Wood? Yeah, that guy. Was oh, Elijah, yeah, yeah, Elijah yeah. Wood was playing and he was just popping into random people's games. And it's <laughs> like the politest Animal Crossing player ever. He's just popping by and saying, Hey, I'm Elijah Wood. How's it going? Show me your <laughs> island. <laughs> well, and, and there was also like one particular story where like someone had mentioned having. Uh, so one element of the game is like on Sundays you can buy turnips for the the stock market S T A L K. And then the shop on your island will have fluctuating prices over the week, so you try to sell them back for a profit. But um, someone this is, little, this is a capitalist little game, isn't yeah. it? But someone on Twitter had posted that they had good. Uh, 
turnip pri- turnip sell prices and uh, apparently elijah wood saw this post and is like may i visit your island <laughs> and so like just very cute like went to the person's island sold his turnips kind of like checked out the island was like the politest visitor that could be and <laughs> and yeah it was just this really cute story that hit a lot of the game sites uh well, two or you, three weeks ago you don't want to be elijah wood and pop into somebody's video game island and be a dick right like that's, yeah no that, that, that that's, doesn't that's not a good story yeah no only best friends can get away with that and there's no story there <laughs> no bill murray could get away with that that's true. If Bill Murray that's, came in and did something accurate. dickish, everybody would be like, I can't believe Bill Murray that, came over and burned my island down. That was so cool. <laughs> I had to start over because of Bill Murray. Bill Murray's so awesome. It was so funny when he burned my island. <laughs> Slap my hippo. He, then he asked if he could come by my house and do my dishes for me like he did at that party. <laughs> that's a story. Actually yeah. happened. Bill Murray showed up at some like college house party, did the dishes. <laughs> around in the kitchen <laughs> talked to people and did the dishes and then left <laughs> but yeah the 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 general like there is kind of a like an end point at least where you get like credits and like but you can keep go, you can go on past that to like continue to make your island the way you want it but like kind of the end point is to make your island good enough that it attracts the attention of this character in the series called KK Slider who's the in-game stand he's basically the in-game version of the guy who composes the music for the game and he'll like come and hold the con hold a concert on your island and that's that's the end of the game yeah okay so there's there's a win point okay kind of but like i said past that like you actually you a thing you get when you you quote unquote beat the game uh is you get uh, the ability to like just start terraforming your island however you want like <laughs> add new waterways add new cliffs like whatever kind of you want so can you set up a whole a whole uh colony of people and call your call your island hadley's hope and then start terraforming it and then come across a derelict spacecraft on lv426 yeah. and then go exploring inside the spacecraft and end up with like some little monster on your face and wait that's nuts no, yeah yeah, no, no. Whenever no, I hear whenever I hear terraforming, I immediately snap yeah. to aliens. No, that's fair. But no derelict <laughs> spacecraft. The the closest thing is the the derelict boat that sometimes shows up at the secret beach on your island where a fox sells art, most of which is counterfeit. Counterfeit art? Yeah, because uh, you, you you can get it. You can get a museum on your <laughs> island where, like, you can donate, like, certain types of, like, creatures you can catch on the island, like bugs and fish and all that, and, like, fill out this museum. But you eventually get the ability to build up an art exhibit, and you buy art through this uh, shady fox that shows up to your island sometimes. And, like, some of the art pieces he can sell you are counterfeit, and uh, you're just kind of like there'll be obvious tells like you're given the chance to examine the art like they're all modeled after real art pieces so if you happen to know the art piece like you can usually pick it out without help but like if you try to donate a counterfeit piece to the museum like the 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 owl that runs the museum kind of throws a fit (laughs) he's like we can't take this that wouldn't be right (laughs) so are any of them like monet 
paintings because like the, the way to tell the a Monet painting is not the Monet is like to tell that the dots and everything are different. But it's uh, I, it's pixelated art, so everything's dots, so you can't yeah. really tell the difference that it's like the wrong types of dots because it's all just pixels and dots. Uh, I think there's a Monet painting that's one of the ones in the game. I can't. Or is that, or is that Manet? <laughs> Did I just uh -oh. say the wrong one? <laughs> no, I think you're right. But yeah, it's oh, it, manny has got the the one of the people in the park with the lady with the parasol and all that. That's the one I'm thinking about. And and it's also one of those games where like at one point you can get a clothing shop on the island and you can buy all kinds of clothes to customize your character with. So, so there's the, somebody uh, somebody that's listening to this right now is screaming at me. Learn the difference between Monet and Manny. No, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> But, but yeah, Animal Crossing has really been eating most of my. Has it, it's one. <laughs> it, it's one of those games you can like jump on, like just screw around for an hour or two. Yeah, it's just a, it's a time killer. Yeah, basically, and it's just like very chill. Like there's no like you're not under time pressure to get certain things done. It's just kind of play at your leisure. If you come out of Animal Crossing stressed out, you're playing it wrong. You're actually playing a game wrong. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm so I, angry at that basically. fox. He cheated me again. That shady fox. <laughs> shady fox. On the like, beach, me on the beach with his counterfeit what art. What are you playing? Yeah, like, like when the <laughs> fox first shows up on your island, the uh, their daily island announcements, and the person will be like, a shady figure has been seen wandering the <laughs> island. Jeez. Oh, that's fun. Wait a minute, this painting is signed Mune. <laughs> With a U. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think one of my favorite, like, like, I think one of my favorite, like, a couple of the, like, counterfeit paintings are, like, they're, they're haunted paintings, and they're actually kind of cooler than the originals. Um, but, like, a lot of times the difference will be, like, small stuff, like, uh there's the mona lisa's in there but like the the facial expression has been tweaked in some way that's like very obviously not the mona lisa big or like big cheesy grin with teeth i can't remember <laughs> what the exact tweak was but but then there's also like one of like i can't remember the name of the painting it's like a woman with an earring kind of like looking over her shoulder and like in the uh, the original the the earrings like a gold sphere but in the counterfeit it's like a gold star like and looks just completely out of place like a isn't it the pearl earring isn't that the name of the painting that might be the one so it's not it's it's the actual it looks like the actual painting with a human it's not an anthropomorphized otter or something that yeah, looks and, like the Mona and, Lisa. And, <laughs> In the case of the art, like, like, yeah, it's the act looks like the actual real life art pieces. And like, I think my favorite thing I've seen, like following Animal Crossing content on uh, Twitter is you can get like an accurate, like uh, statue, like David, like complete with the dick. And, and there's complete a, with little tiny stone dick. Yeah. And there's a video someone got of one of their villagers like examining the David statue and actually like pulls out a um a, a magnifying glass, like looking at the statue of David. Jeez. <laughs> does anybody does is there a statue of David 
but it's George Costanza. Like, does that exist? And then it says, you know, on the base of it, but the water was cold. <laughs> I feel like that's a gag that, like, if no one's done it yet, it'll happen eventually. It shrinks like a frightened turtle. <laughs> I don't know how you guys walk around with, with those, those things. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, thank you, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm not surprised that you were deep into uh, Animal Crossing because that has been very, very popular. I've seen <laughs> all my it, Twitter it, friends are playing it. it. It's actually kind of. It's kind of has like Animal Crossing has like a gameplay loop that like usually I get tired of very quickly, but something about like how chill and just kind of normal it is it's very soothing right now yeah yeah it came saying. out at the right time huh no oh kidding. like it could not have come out at a better time yeah yeah this game would have been a blip on the radar if it was a regular year i mean animal crossing's always popular like it would have done fine but like it I, it definitely had a kind of a perfect moment well, it's definitely gained like attraction as like a point of discussion and, and screen captures and all that sort of thing in social media that I haven't really seen with a game. Oh, um, all previous over, to this, it's it's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, all over Twitter, all over TikTok. It's yeah, just blown up to a degree I have not seen before with the series as popular as it's been. So I have to go uh, go get myself a switch in that game. No, I'm not going to do that. I, and I was about to say, good luck, because yeah. they have been in short supply. Is that the only way you can play it on the Switch? Yep. Oh, geez. Well, I thought... the, the new one, like, you could obviously probably find the past versions. Like, there was a, a 3DS one. and it's... I don't want to play that version. I want to play the version with the Shady Fox and the, and the Turnips. I, I, I mean, those th- those are elements of the series that have been around a while. So I want to play with this Shady Fox in the turn. <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to go to my friend's islands. That didn't register with me at the beginning, Josh, when you when you told you told us that that it's on the switch. But um, that's amazing that it's gotten this kind of traction and it's virtually unavailable if you want to just go out and get it right now. Like, well, well, the, the whole time you've been you can... talking, I'm thinking it's something like I can go do play on the Internet right now. I can download it and just yeah. boom, I'm off and running. And the game you can find easily enough. The problem is Switch hardware has gotten right. hard to come by. Yep. It's like toilet paper. <laughs> so I can wipe my ass or I can buy a crappy art from the box. It, I will say it's not the, the, the lack of toilet paper is in stores is not the only reason I did it. But like I finally uh, installed a, a bidet attachment to my toilet and... <laughs> It's actually, it's actually been nice. It has cut way down on my toilet paper consumption. So your Carolianus is just sparkling clean. Yeah, basically. All right, Matt, Mike, uh, where do we, where do we, uh, we got a question. We I don't. don't. There's no question. <laughs> no question. No oh, question. No. All right. That's disappointing, but no, it's just disappointing. I was going to try to, pep, I was going to try to play it nice and say something nice and like, nope, that's just disappointing. Kevin, I wonder, I wonder. I wonder if this has to do with the fact that I actually did research for my answer last week. Maybe he doesn't like that. 
Maybe like, that's enough of that noise. I'll I'll show him. I won't send him a question. <laughs> Maybe he you doesn't ruined actually... it. That, that, that wasn't the point. He doesn't want re- well researched answers. He doesn't want real answers. Yeah, no, that's okay. Well, we'll see what happens next week. It'll be it'll be a mystery because so far it's always been like, yep, there's a question every week. Now, so next week, well, occasionally he tune in. It'll yeah. be a mystery. Maybe there won't be one. Maybe there will. Maybe there will be two. Where is Kevin? <laughs> Where is Kevin? He's home alone. That's the problem. Kevin is home alone. The family is off in Paris. He's home alone. It took me a second to realize what you were going for. Kevin! Um, Just slapping right. well, the hippo. I guess hippo. that's an episode, huh? Just slapping the hippo all day long. <laughs> yes, that is an episode. Josh, thank you thank for you. joining us. Thanks for having me again. I know Always what Animal fun. Crossing is now. Yay! <laughs> I've only edu- I've only heard that it was a thing. I knew more. I knew more about uh, Joe Tiger. What is that? Um, Joe Tiger. What is the Tiger, Tiger King? Tiger King. Yeah, I knew more about Tiger King than I did about uh, about Animal Crossing, and I haven't watched Tiger King. So, and those are the, the like the two big things. It's the, the the big game and the big streaming thing. Although, wait, no. Actually, I I heard that Ozark is is bigger for streaming. Like more people were watched Ozark than Tiger King. Tiger King came in number two, at least well, for the the data that they have. Ozark is one of the few recurring shows on Netflix that's apparently any good. Because um, <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of mediocre on Netflix right now. They they yeah. flooded their they flooded their uh, service way too much, way too much stuff that's not that good. See, I've mostly been following the animation stuff, which yeah. has generally been more solid than the live action. That's what I've been hearing. Because with the live action, my understanding was like, there are a lot of instances where someone else produced a thing for whatever reason was not going to bring it out. And then Netflix bought it for nothing. (laughs) That seems like where most of their content maybe comes from. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Uh, Hey, want to watch stuff you've never, ever heard about with people you've never, ever heard about in it? That, that you Try would Netflix. probably never ever see except that we were able to get it really cheap so you know it's good <laughs> pennies on the dollar we bought it from a shady fox on a beach <laughs> there we go and mike <laughs> where can they find us they can find us at nerdburgershow.com at nerdburgershow on the twitters and the facebook email us evan nerdburgershow at gmail.com and uh, you can go to nerdburgergames.com uh, to uh, see the game stuff. You can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy game stuff. There's also the hardcover. The fancy hardcover is um, in the store at nerdburgergames.com. And there's a sale going on right now. So from like when you hear this on Wednesday for the next couple of days, there's a sale. Go buy things for cheaper. Woo-hoo. And where else can you buy the fancy hardcover other than the that store? That's it. That's the only place. Nowhere. That's the only place you have to go there. Go there. Yeah, because there are no conventions happening right now. <laughs> go there now. Buy it. <laughs> On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig reveal that Josh has been in 126 episodes of Nerdburger. Really? 26. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I- pretty wild, right? That seems like way too many. Oh, does it? That means that means he's been coming here like every That means I've three been like weeks. a third of your guests. Yeah. I know. It's been what, maybe 30, 35, somewhere in there. You're pretty regular pretty regularly every three months. 
Well, and I'm one of the ones who like whenever a spot opens up for you've whatever done a few reason, fill-ins. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Yeah. Yeah. So around 35-ish, I'm thinking, right? Yeah, that seems reasonable. Josh is probably solidly in the top five. I would, I would guess if I had to of, of numbers of episodes. Sure, because yeah. because he's because regular of, and because he's done, of the consistency yep. and the fill-ins. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, there you go. Thank you, Josh, for yeah, being one you. of the regulars. Thank you for being dependable. And being in the top five. <laughs> hey, you people down there at number 10. <laughs> <laughs> to work. You people we have to remind when you're going to be on as if there aren't things like digital calendars and I'm not mentioning pocket James. computers. <laughs> I mean, um... <laughs> Wow, he's going to tear me a new one next time. If he listens to this, he episode. doesn't listen to this. Next time he's on, he's going to rip me apart because he, he he don't take kindly to that kind of crap. You don't truck with that. Um, but anyway, yeah, there you go. That's All right, the, bye, bye, bye. <laughs>